and a good day. Uh, welcome to China Biotech CEO podcast. I'm your host, Brian Yang. I'm the senior editor at uh, Satellite, formerly the Farmer Intelligence. Satellite is a leading farmer and biotech industry publication group. It has Scrape, PinkShift, Medtech Insights, Biotech Tracker, Biomed Tracker, Satellite, and the Data Monitor, among others. If you have not checked out, I encourage you to go to farmerintelligence.informa.com. Another month, another exciting guest on the show. Before I disclose today's uh, guest, I'd like to remind everyone to check out previous episodes in which we have both CEOs of leading innovator companies such as Jiangsu Hengrui's U.S. new venture and the leading Chinese biotech company Cambridge. Check out China Biotech CEO podcasts on major platforms such as Himalaya. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Dr. Wang. Thank you, Brian. It's my pleasure. Uh, Dr. Wang, as uh, many of you already very familiar, Dr. Wang is the uh, founder, chairman, and CEO of Harbor Biomed. Harbor Biomed is a leading antibody developer with headquarters in Shanghai and Boston. The company just announced, and also I have to add that the, the, the company also has uh, offices and uh, major operations in Dutch as well, in the Holland. Be, be, before I go into the further questions, I want to briefly uh, introduce the recent deals that the company has signed with Moderna on MRA, if I remember correctly, uh, on development and also on uh, new, uh, exciting news about its uh, new subsidiary. Um, so Dr. Wang, can you tell us uh, some specifics and what's some reasoning behind the deal with Moderna and your new subsidiary? Sure, it's, uh, I would love to. So Harper Biomed was established 2016 with the aim to becoming a leading company in biologic development uh, for the next generation biologics. So from day one, we set up three pillars of uh, company strategic growth. Um, one is to, to build a global company. So with that, uh, we have established uh, our footprint in Netherlands, uh, Rotterdam, Netherlands, and in Boston, and also in Shanghai, Suzhou, China. Well, not just to have a presence, but also to have the uh, innovation ability uh, to be able to compete in these marketplaces. Uh, so with the technology in Europe and the high-end innovation, cutting-edge knowledge uh, in um, Boston area, and also that the ability to drive programs uh, in China. So form a ecosystem within to driving our company growth. So we have glad to achieve those goals in the last uh, six years. In 2020, we're becoming a public-listed company, Hong Kong Stock Exchange. So with that, uh, we have accumulated a significant experience uh, in uh, a global level uh, a differentiated portfolio setup. Um, so it has been established uh, our credibility. And uh, we have two major deals in program-based um, transaction, our license deal, 
2020, we had a preclinical assay in COVID-19 neutralizing antibody was AbbVie. And in 2022, we're glad we had a bispecific antibody uh, using our uh, technology HBICE um, for a uh, bispecific antibody clouding 18.2 CD3 uh, with uh, global right out license to AstraZeneca. So with this, um, we have um, established ourselves uh, a, a force to be reckoned uh, in the global uh, bioinnovation field. At the same time, the technology we have in the harbor mice, we're evolving and integrating into additional ability, such as, uh, as mentioned, heavy chain only antibody-based uh, by specific antibody uh, HBICE. As combined this, uh, we also uh, have a transformational uh, business uh, collaboration partner around the world. So that's our third pillar in terms of using the technology as a basis uh, to drive our innovative business model. So from technology license uh, to co-discovery and to joint venture and to the global right uh, license. So really that, that we uh, show our ability to uh, strike deal with uh, anyone in the world uh, and to working with the best in the uh, field uh, to have a um, partnership with various model. And um, from uh, the early days of our uh, technology license to uh, Eli Lilly to uh, Pfizer uh, and then to uh, co-development and joint venture uh, efforts uh, with um, uh, Boston Children's Hospital uh, with uh, our NK uh, new cell, uh, the cell therapy company. So really show that our ability, credibility from not just the uh, technology, but also ability to innovate. So on this basis, um, we felt that we can uh, open up the technology and our ability to uh, innovate. So that's the reason that we form a new business unit, Nona uh, Biosciences. So Nona is a uh, Roman goddess and uh, it's the purpose to enable others to make others a success. So that's uh, the essence of the new business and uh, to use the technology, to use our ability to innovate. And we call it um, uh, the technology uh, and the talent TNT to help our uh, partner uh, for preclinical stages to idea formation to IND, eye to eye, and to help our partner to success. success. So the, the deal you mentioned um, was Moderna uh, using our heavy chain only antibody uh, to combine with their uh, cutting edge uh, INA technology to get into immune oncology field uh, out of their core infectious disease. Uh, it, this is uh, the first deal we have for Nona uh, to help our partners. Now, I'm sure we'll have more of those uh, are coming in the near future. Thank you, Dr. Wang. Uh, really striking to me that uh, not only you have uh, formed deals along the way uh, from 2020 to 2022, and, uh, and also you kept innovating uh, along the way. Um, so as you mentioned, three uh, pillows here. Um, I wonder if you can be more specific about the recent deal about this uh, immuno-oncology uh, mRNA, if you can. Uh, what specific targets uh, you are going to develop for Moderna? So I think the, the basis for the transaction is based on our uh, technology platforms of 40 human heavy chain only antibody, HCAB. 
So this is the, uh, a technology invented by a scientific founder, uh, Professor uh, Frank Grossfeld, uh, former chairman of cell biology at Erasmus Medical Center uh, in uh, Rotterdam. So this technology can express uh, heavy chain only the part of the antibody fragment of molecule in a flexible uh, and then uh, it was outstanding uh, biophysical property. And to be able to put in various application, uh, the most common uh, setting for this application uh, it itself it's, uh, can be a molecule. And our leading program uh, called HBM4003, it is the uh, only uh, 40 human heavy chain only antibody in clinical development in the world itself has a unique biophysical property, uh, biological characterization to feed on um, medical needs. And this program is already in global phase two with uh, superior safety profile and a unique biology function, especially in T-Rex division. And that will uh, consist of the new generation of CTL4 agents um, to have superior uh, character feature compared to the first generation of um, uh, CDR4 agents such as EPDP map. Uh, this is, uh, this is the uh, agent based on uh, our antibody uh, platform EdgeCAP in global phase two trials. You know, that's validate the um, uh, the technology superiority of this um, uh, uh, molecule. In addition, uh, more recently we have uh, put effort to using this core molecule uh, heavy chain antibody to build by specific antibodies. So in this, uh, we see that in the CD3 based and 4MBB based, which is uh, we have another program using this technology already in global phase one trial, and also CD28 based by specific antibody. So this is a flexible, diversified um, and efficient uh, molecule, core molecule to build um, this traditional antibody um, fragments uh, um, um, formats. However, it does not stop here. Because the unique feature, the smaller size, flexible in assemble and into various uh, format, a module, and more of a, a plug and play, uh, Lego type of uh, format, can have other applications, as such as I mentioned earlier, next generation CAR-T and next generation CAR-NK. So we're working with uh, various partners around the world um, to uh, put this application and one of the applications that we joined uh, incubated a NCAR NK company, NK Cell in Shanghai, and really applied this technology to additional uh, repertoire beyond the core antibody. And Perfect. in addition, we also noted uh, that mRNA technology, uh, because of the recent advancement in the field, uh, go beyond the infectious disease, including vaccine. Uh, it has application in immuno-oncology. And with the technology advancement uh, in packaging, express delivering, uh, 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 using this technology, that the heavy chain only antibody antibody sequence binder has unique advantages uh, in this system and uh, to be efficiently packaged, expressed in cell. So that's the uh, reason that uh, the leading company like Moderna and working with us uh, to leverage that our unique. Uh, technology, the antibody binder in their system to deliver next generation biologics to treat um, uh, immuno-oncology patients. 
Oh, perfect. Uh, Dr. Wang, if I may, um, I understand that there are uh, many uh, or a lot uh, upcoming or antibody developers in China. Uh, of course, you have your very uh, rep uh, uh, strong uh, pipeline and uh, platform. Um, how do you differentiate uh, this you uh, uh, Mona? Uh, this new subsidiary from other antibody platforms out there? How do, how do you compete? I think um, there's a three aspect. Uh, yes, for um, yeah, the, for harbor mice, we have two strains of transgenic mice. One of them is called H2L2, which expresses the mm -hmm. regular size volume antibody out of the transgenic mice. Uh, we call it H2L2. Mm -hmm. Right. So in this, uh, we see others uh, that have similar platforms including Regenera, Vatarax have that. However, yeah. that uh, we have been using this as our working force uh, to driving our portfolio for monoclonal antibody. You know, some of the you know, potential first-in-class molecules such as um, B7H7, uh, CCR8 coming out of this system. There are more than 10 uh, programs and, uh, in our own hands or our partners' hands mm -hmm. already in clinical development. This is one of the few well-validated um, platform like this of this type. The more unique separation is the uh, edge cap, I just mentioned, described. Mm. Uh, this, um, we are the frontier of uh, front runner um, in, uh, in earlier the company uh, getting into this field, uh, has a strong global IP position, and also is all well-validated. Uh, that is no one else has a fully human heavy channel antibody in clinical development. So from the early days of uh, biological function, biophysical um, uh, uh, feasibility, uh, and then to clinical um, developability, and our being validated. The more importantly, have through ourselves, uh, we we'll build a strong um, immune cell engager um, that uh, not just in CD3 T cell engager, we we'll see others, NK engager, um, and others. So we've seen applications that we have our own, our partner to into various field. So it's a well validated and a strong IP position. So in this, uh, we have a, a mature, differentiated, uh, dominant technology platform and separate from others. The more importantly, what uh, we have uh, is differentiated from other is the team has using the technology built uh, a strong um, uh, innovative portfolio from the laboratory and all the way to the clinic. Uh, so just, uh, the validate our ability to be able to innovate at a you know, uh, global level, could be compete with the best. So the recent two global deal, program deal, as I mentioned, you know, it's AbbVie and AstraZeneca, mm -hmm. just further validate. And third part is the uh, innovative transformational business model. We think that uh, technology should not be the barrier um, for mm -hmm. others to innovate. And there's uh, various reasons that there's still a lot of barrier that uh, for others to access uh, leading technology. And we want to break that barrier. We want anyone with a good idea, have uh, uh, free access to the, um, to the technology. And only at that, um, we'll be able to work with them, work for them to get them to the clinic to serve patients. And I think that's on our purpose. To set up uh, our company, there's a purpose to have the technology just really to help patients. Uh, I think with transformational innovative business model, I think 
from the technology itself uh, to the team behind it. I've done it uh, and, and then for uh, the innovative business model, uh, really that to open up the field uh, for all uh, interested to be able to use the technology to help patients around the world. I think this is what um, our core and this is what our differentiation. Uh, great. Um, well, I was wondering because you have uh, signed major deals, as you mentioned, with Abvi, with AstraZeneca, now with Moderna. What do you uh, hope to uh, to obtain or get uh, from those deals? Uh, more like uh, I, I know for for innovative companies, they always need to have a uh, funding from fundraising, particularly since the pandemic. The lots of smaller companies have really had cash crunch now, right now, what do you, uh, what happens uh, to Biohubber uh, Bio, and Biomed right now in terms of uh, uh, what do you get, hope to get from the deals, more for cash or from other things you are looking for? I think uh, the deal really that, uh, is a reflection of our overall strategy. Uh, for us, uh, we wanted to fully leverage our technology platform's uh, value and to really that release unlock the value of our innovation uh, capability as we've shown build our own uh, portfolio. So the other transactions are part of that strategy. Uh, throughout this, and we're going to further validate our technology uh, to be the forefront uh, leading platform uh, to uh, in the industry, especially in the newer generation of biologics development. The second is that the validation, our ability to innovate um, with various platform, various forefront, different um, area, uh, but remain focused on what we do the best. So along the way that um, we're looking at our short-term return, mid-term and long-term return. Uh, with Nona's uh, formation, we'll be able to generate uh, cash in the short term to uh, support the company operation. With the co-discovery uh, effort, uh, we should have seen that um, some of the uh, BD um, and uh, even our incubated company fundraising uh, see the value creation for our shareholders. Of course, in the mid-long term, we we'll see uh, some of our program-based uh, transaction. We have milestones and royalty, and including that um, you know, uh, our deals with China uh, based company, a global based company. So I'll we'll have various uh, milestone royalty coming. So uh, to have a, a sustainable long-term revenue for us. So in short, um, we do not look in just the deal, but rather than what our value is at. Uh, we want to unlock those value and create a short-term gain, uh, mid-long-term revenue as well. Talk about your collaboration with the local Chinese companies. I understand that you have worked with both Junxi or some other companies in this regard, if I remember correctly. What are those uh, collaboration more domestic uh, deals can bring to you uh, or what you hope to achieve from those uh, uh, deals in inside China? Yes, yeah. Um, I think uh, also it's aligned with our um, strategy in terms of what our strengths and what do we need to help from uh, and what are the complementary uh, intersection. So for us, our strengths is at the global levels innovation and the strengths uh, of uh, our technology and to be able to innovate uh, at a global level 
and we have shown that to be able to do this uh, on consistent basis. However, to at least stage clinical development in commercialization, uh, for us at this stage, not our strengths, especially in China, at that um, where you need unique expertise resources to be able to maximize the value of a product. So that's what the reason um, we had recent deal with um, uh, uh, Shiyao. Um, so in that sense, uh, they have established uh, a formidable force and a well-built uh, infrastructure uh, for uh, China clinical development and for commercialization. And with a partner like this, uh, be able to maximize the value uh, we have uh, on hand. And we have done our part in terms of upstream preclinical and clinical development. Uh, at the commercial stages, uh, it makes sense for our partner to maximize the value of our products. Now, we're going to do so not just in China, but also do so uh, for other regions um, of the market uh, in the U.S. and Europe. So yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, typical uh, of biotech and to maximize the value. However, for the upstream, yeah. we're more um, uh, try to leverage um, our strengths to uh, unlock the value of technology innovation. So our partnership with uh, Innovent, uh, Beijing, and others more uh, on the technology out license. And so they use our technology for their drug discovery effort. Yeah, we uh, receive uh, milestones and, uh, from those transactions. And also, uh, as we build our own internal discovery capability, we start to have a joint uh, effort for co-discovery effort with various partners in China, such as uh, TOT, uh, with Colon. Uh, those has already generating uh, significant uh, value. Uh, those programs will work together, um, either already reach clinic and also um, close to clinic. Uh, so that uh, is another way to realize the value for our shareholders uh, and also our yeah. technology and uh, innovation ability to innovate. So the, uh, right. the way we're looking at is the remains the change, uh, unchanged. You know, China is important for us. However, the way we uh, unlock the value of our program is through our strong partners uh, locally, as okay. such as uh, you know, other market as well. If uh, when the time comes, as to have a global development machine uh, platform such as AstraZeneca, um, it, that will be ideal partner for us for global market. So we'll continue to do so. Right. You talk about the the, the H two L two those conventional uh, antibody development road, and then you talk about your unique HCAB, uh, which is the heavy chain only H by B S E. How about ADC? What's uh, uh, some uh, uh, trends or or you are doing right now in terms of uh, antibody conjugate? That's a uh, very good topic, uh, and thank you, Brian. Uh, ADC is, uh, is a part of this, uh, we call it a next generation of biologics. And so the core antibody, monoclonal antibody, is where it all started. And from this, we see that the bispecific antibody, more than multivalent antibody, and also the other application I mentioned earlier. However, the direct impact of uh, monoclonal antibody drug development is the conjugates, especially ADC, in recent success. Um, and validate its um, uh, this type of molecules uh, value in the marketplaces. So we have been uh, in this uh, field um, for a while now that realized that the antibody and the technology we have uh, go beyond the traditional uh, antibody field. For that, we have not just uh, we have our own IDC program in our portfolio, but we have working with 
various partners around the world and leveraging uh, the resources, the expertise they have to build the next generation of uh, ADC programs you know, from legal farm in Korea and also companies uh, in China as well. So we see that this field, we have already have uh, multiple line of investment and uh, we'll be able to, uh, to, uh, to lead in, uh, the next generation of ADC uh, programs. Yeah. So, so, Dr. Wang, uh, what, what if it's uh, this, uh, you, you talk about uh, going through the partnership to, to, to really you know, doing the ADC uh, programs, do you think um, uh, it's relatively late to the, uh, to the game or do you think uh, Chinese companies uh, have a, a, a role to play in major ADC development uh, globally? I'm not talking just uh, locally. So I think uh, for any drug discovery, there's no geographic, uh, there's, there's a geographic in market uh, strategy, but for innovation, there's no, uh, geo, no geographic uh, limitation. Uh, you have to be able to compete with the best uh, and to be able to work with the, the biggest um, uh, the company out there. So this is, uh, we start every single program out there to aim to uh, to be able to compete uh, with anyone, um, and to be uh, able to uh, form partner with uh, anyone uh, out there. So this is the same thing for uh, the ADC field. Uh, so any program we start, any program or that's any partner we select, it's to uh, to uh, towards that uh, towards that goal. Uh, so either each program either will have a unique binder uh, using our technology, a unique um, you know, linker or payload and to differentiate what uh, existing already on the market or the one in uh, in the development so that will pay close attention in terms of differentiation yeah yeah what i want yeah, it's the yeah. same what, what every program we uh, yeah. started sorry I, sorry to interrupt you but uh, what i want to know is uh, you know the you understand the pretty well that in china there's so uh, easy to get into a the area like uh, PD-1, for example. So in terms of ADC, there's also a hype right now in terms of the ADC as well. But if you look globally, there are not many, there's major players out there. So do you think that in terms of antibody or ADC or biospecific in this, uh, per, per this regard, do you see China more like uh, competing, domestic competing each other inside China? Or do you see really have a global players potentially going actually outside China? Yeah, we focus on what we do best. Uh, for us, uh, our strength, once again, is that the binder, unique binders, and not just in targets, but also in formats, uh, especially using our unique edge cap um, uh, format to uh, uh, get into the field. Combined with a unique, um, innovative um, the payload linker, and then we uh, form a uh, differentiated uh, program or portfolio. Do you see China uh, looking around here? Uh, I'm, I'm saying like a ramaging, whatever, you know, really doing some, uh, you know, already commercialized the products on the market. Do you see inside China, there are potential that uh, Chinese domestic antibody developers can actually go in beyond China and uh, really market products uh, internationally, globally? Uh, unlike TD1, they, they pretty much all competing each other inside China? I think that China's um, biotech industry, especially in the end biologics, has um, grown tremendously in the last 10 years. And just 
uh, the, uh, coming with the different stages in the first phase, indeed, it just establish ourselves uh, to go through the process to set up program, go through preclinical to clinical, get in the market. I think we achieved that. Uh, and we see some of the leading company already uh, did that uh, and had product on the market to sell. But I think we're in the, uh, the second phase that looking at really that provide the true value to the market, to the patients. Not just um, the number of programs, rather than that, can we fill the gap and um, cannot be filled by the existing programs or drugs on the marketplaces. Uh, in a uh, uh, based on biology, based on um, the protocol, uh, the clinical protocol design, and based on commercial strategy. Uh, so we will see that uh, more looking at the differentiation. Uh, I think we're already starting uh, that process already. Uh, so we see that the third wave will be looking at from get-go, looking at the global market, looking at how to compete uh, and differentiate not just all the way to the marketplace from day one in the preclinical space and to clinical and maybe commercial stage as well. Uh, we already see some of the uh, transactions, cross-border transactions. You know, we have done that uh, from monoclonal antibodies with RV to bispecific with AstraZeneca technology with Moderna and others. Uh, we'll see others from ADC, uh, Dio's uh, China company was uh, uh, US-based uh, global biotech and pharma companies. And uh, so we'll see this is going to be more uh, becoming a regular. Uh, so uh, it coming waves. We'll see clearly that um, this uh, really uh, facing global uh, to be awaiting to be able to compete at the global market. And uh, this is becoming a norm. But let me more direct. Do you see uh for example, developing in China, uh, antibody or ADC drug ever be approved by the US FDA or some regulatory agencies outside China? I mean, uh, the, answer is, the short answer is yes. Uh, but it takes uh, a tremendous uh, preparation uh, and then the reinvestment to do so. Now, we're already seeing uh, leading some of the biotech and pharma company already done that. Uh, that we we'll see this is going to be uh, more of those, of course, uh, such effort needed tremendous resource um, uh, infrastructure in places uh, to be able to make it a success. Um, but I have to start early uh, and I start from preclinical to early clinical, all the way to pivotal trials. It has to be closely working with a local regulatory agency, either FDA or EMA. Um, this is uh, a, this is an industry norm that you, you in order to get onto the market. You need to work with the local landscape and regulatory agency. Uh, we'll see more of this. Um, the so, you don't see any uh, challenges in terms of technique. You see regulatory more than technique uh, capabilities. Well, I think everything uh, it has to be that do really provide the value for the marketplace for patients. Uh, that's number one. Otherwise, if don't have that, and there's no market for uh, for the program, and that you know, based on those, that is to have to to be adapt to the local regulatory uh, environment. Okay, so uh, so Chinese technology already pretty okay. Like uh, now we are ready. We just need to get uh, adapt ourselves to more international standard clinical uh, regulatory uh, approval uh, process, and uh, it should be taking a little bit time, but uh, should be able to achieve that. If I remember. yes, and once again, that um, has to be able to uh, build a program, a portfolio, 
uh, provide a true value for patients and to be able to uh, meet our medical needs in uh, various market, and then the, to be able to uh, adapt the local uh, regulatory environment to get on the market. Uh, and this, uh, the core in terms of, is a scientific innovation to be able to um, meet the needs uh, of the patients and also the strong technology as a driver to build those programs in the portfolio. And then for us, you know, Harper Biomed and Nona Bioscience is behind those strong technology to help in our portfolio and also our partners uh, to reach those goals. Let me s s uh, switch the gear a gear a little bit. Um, because of uh, all this COVID and all these uh, disruptions, um, lots of biotech companies, not only in China but in the U.S. as well, have a hard time uh, raising money, raising fund, and uh, you know keep uh, cash flow. Uh, I know uh, noticed by uh, Harbor Biomed also. Um, sold the, their Suzhou facility to Wuxi Biologics. Can you talk about that and what are challenges you face? So it's not the COVID, it's a, uh, a virus reason. Uh, uh, many consider this the biggest downturn in biotech sector in the last 20 years. Uh, in addition to biotech and other tech sectors, uh, it's down significantly. And this is the fact, not just in China, but it's a, a global level as well. So in that environment, uh, it's only the stronger, the strong survives. Uh, this is nothing new. And for the biotech in the last 40, 50 years, this up and down is the norm. Uh, that it's you know, going to be strange. It does not have a downturn time. So for us, we have been prepared from day one that how to build a sustainable growth company. As I mentioned, the three pillar of growth. And that's just to uh, the, the starting point to have multi-pillar to grow the company uh, from the global market, uh, have massive return of the innovation to um, uh, technology-based differentiated portfolio. No matter what uh, that environment, uh, we needed to build a differentiated portfolio program to meet the patient needs and to differentiate from others to get it to the forefront, to work with others and uh, to leverage the resources and expertise of our partners on the generate revenue, maximize the value of our uh, investment. So this uh, is, it should be adapt to um, good time and also uh, the challenging time. Uh, so I think we're no exception and that we're not prepared just today, but also we start from day one. So in our operation, we're looking at uh, what our needs, what our resource allocation um, constantly. Uh, so any of the decisions based on our core principle that how to generate a program uh, to uh, have provide value for for the patients around the world and also to be uh, maximize the return for our shareholders so not just today and the, in the from the beginning and also in the future or constantly uh, on our mind to do this um, strategic planning and also um, execution as well Oh, so you talk about uh, uh, the reason behind the the factory uh, deal uh, to Wuxi and also any future restructuring plans or ongoing. So I think so we're once again we're looking at what our strengths and what um, our uh, main focus well, to innovate on the discovery using our technology to generate innovative programs for our partners with our partners, uh, that's our strengths. And this is what the way of focusing on to transform uh, to uh, have a new business uh, in Nona Bioscience 
focusing on technology license, technology service. And we'll have uh, designated resources to focus on our clinical and preclinical programs. And this and uh, this is the purpose to have this structure to have more uh, resources focusing on advanced uh, programs. And at this point, we do have multiple phase one and also a, a phase two global programs. I will continue, uh, continue allocate resources uh, to drive this program forward to generate value uh, for our shareholders. Do you see the, the will be impacting to your operations in uh, China if this you know this manufacturing site uh, was divested to Wuxi? Well, no, no change. I think uh, we have um, from day one we have been built a very strong discovery uh, early clinical development team. And we're still uh, going to rely on our expertise to drive this portfolio and also to with Nona to have even stronger and designate resources to uh, generate revenue and to create value for our shareholders. Uh, for the programs getting to the clinic, uh, we have been uh, working with uh, CDMO around the world and we'll continue to do so. Now we'll use this um, more efficient way to looking at uh, the uh, different uh, options of our CDMO vendors uh, to be more efficient driving our portfolio into the clinic. Does this uh, factory closure involve any personnel changes? So this uh, has been a strategic partnership with Wuxi, and not just from um, the, uh, the change of, uh, uh, of management, but also the looking at uh, uh, our long-term uh, partnership in terms of CDMO uh, effort. Uh, so this is uh, it, it's a long-term uh, design and plan executed. Okay, so you feel that it's make you more e stronger or emerging from this COVID uh, preparation, or what? What you next uh, in terms of uh, how you picture yourself as an innovative uh, biotech going post-pandemic or? You know what? What's your positioning right now to to prepare for the next stage of the roles or development? Yes. So this uh, strategic transformation we have um, uh, executed in recent uh, as uh, as part of our global transformation to make us more global, uh, more innovative, uh, and a stronger and efficient team operation. So it will make us, uh, has make us uh, more uh, strong, more competitive, more innovative, uh, more uh, nimble, more importantly, more focusing on what we do best, the drug discovery, the technology, uh, and then to uh, partner with others to create value. And so the words see that uh, despite a very challenging time, uh, we're coming out uh, stronger and with uh, more resources focusing on what we needed the most um, and we uh, what we do the best. Okay, um, just the last uh, sets of questions. I I was wondering if uh, you see this, uh, you know, general because you are in Hong Kong a stock list, a stock market listed company. In the past year, um, the market has not performing. Uh, very well, uh, as we all know, there's a couple of reasons. Um, uh, 
being a biotech company listing in Hong Kong, what do you see any, you know, uh, valuation wise? Uh, and uh, how do you think that uh, going forward, what your fundraising uh, plan will be uh, or changed <coughs> going forward? So for us, um, yes, we're uh, closely monitoring that uh, in terms of the stock performance. However, the more focus for the management team is how to drive our business uh, in the multiple uh, platform or channel to create value for our shareholders. Uh, in this, uh, to drive uh, our portfolio program uh, closer to the marketplaces, uh, more program getting the clinic. That's one of our key uh, focus and to have designated resources, uh, sufficient resources to drive these advancement programs uh, is the uh, main core um, focus for the management team. On the other hand, to unlock the value of our technology and to create, realize the value of our uh, ability to innovate and to discover a novel uh, portfolio, uh, that's another focus. You know, so that's what we uh, created the Nona Biosciences to have a short-term cash return, mid to long-term milestones, success fee, and uh, continue to a uh, global BD uh, to create value uh, using uh, the technology as a uh, PAN platform, have multiple growth points uh, in our portfolio, in our next wave uh, of uh, uh, partnerships in new biologics, uh, such as MINA, uh, cell therapy, uh, next generation ADC, and uh, you know, by specifics uh, that remain uh, this additional growth point um, for the company. So we truly believe despite the challenging time and that we are uh, getting stronger and uh, getting more uh, efficient and getting more um, uh, innovative, uh, not just in China market, but as more importantly at the global market. Uh, Dr. Wang, when you talk about global market, how do you allocate uh, resources going forward between China, uh, the US, and uh, the Holland? I mean, because you have three uh, currently, H how do you make re allocate, as you mentioned, uh, to make it more stronger, the company? Well, that's a good question. Uh, despite we're a relatively new company, uh, we from day one is a multinational company. Um, so for us, uh, we're leveraging the best resources in each region uh, uh, for offered to us. So in Netherlands, and we are focusing on technology innovation and optimization upgrades of our existing technology expansion integration of new technology. So that's the Dutch team is uh, focusing on. Our Boston team all focusing on external innovation uh, partnerships. You know, we have partnership with Dana Fava, um, Mount Sinai in New York City, Wistar Institute in Philadelphia, and many others. Um, so those are at the forefront um, for us to integrate into the ecosystem of innovation uh, in the U.S. and to build uh, our business in Nona Biosciences, uh, the core uh, customers or partners are based in the US. You know, the first customer, Madonna, is based in Boston. And we're soon going to additional uh, partners and all in uh, the US. So we're going to continue and using US as an anchor to build our external partnership collaboration network. So China uh, is uh, a unique places to be able to uh, have a large number of high quality scientists uh, to drive our portfolio. 
close to the clinic. So once we get into the clinic places, and um, we will uh, to uh, planning and execute uh, global clinical uh, strategy and plans. So uh, it really is to try to, to um, leverage the best of uh, all the uh, regions can provide us to drive the business and create value. Could you say more biotech like you will be focusing more globally or more in the US than China going forward? Well, I think, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that really the uh, biologic innovation is not regional. Uh, no matter where you're at, you have to face in the global competition. And uh, that's where from day one, this is how we position. With our technology originated from Europe, our core operation from day one uh, from Boston area. So we built a global company from day one. Uh, so this is uh, what I continue to do so. And uh, we see that uh, even for our new business, Nona, uh, we're you know, starting from, from uh, Boston area. Um, as we all know, the recently the U.S.-China has not been in very good relationship, particularly in terms of uh, uh, we just saw recently the chips uh, bill that uh, the U.S. has been trying to restrict the the import of key uh, technologies to China. There's also talks or even the biotech manufacturing bring uh, back uh, those technology to the US or uh, closer to the home stuff. What are some um, impact do you say uh, uh, to biotech in China? What are you doing to make it more adaptable going forward with facing this uh, you know, bio manufacturing more you know, decoupling? between the two countries? So I think we cannot ignore uh, what being uh, progressed um, outside the biotech uh, industry. And so we're uh, you know, operating uh, at the global level uh, and that you know, we're not relying on any of the one region and solely for our company business. And from day one, we're a global company and that we are not a regional company. And so, uh, you know, we were trying to uh, mitigate uh, any of the potential risks. And this is not new. Uh, it's not just for uh, this current time and any multinational company has looking at the resources and the potential risk and impacts uh, to manage the, the company uh, operation. Now for us, it's coming with an already existing global infrastructure, uh, as I mentioned, uh, with operation in Europe, in the US and China. Yeah, we are not um, yeah, it's really only one region to um, to drive the company business. And so I, I think we're we're prepared. Uh, we're um, in a, uh, a global uh, environment uh, to continue to drive our business. If I may follow up, uh, Dr. Wang, you uh, are aware uh, that uh, the particular CDMO is main target of this um, executive order from Biden administration that, uh, you know, basically China or based China based CDMOs are really heavily impacted if uh, the US restricts um, biomanufacturing uh, originated or by Chinese or China CDMOs. Does that concern to you? Uh, not really. From day one, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we're working with a CDMO company around the world uh, in Europe, uh, in Asia, uh, in China. So we'll continue to do so. 
and digital bike manufacturing may have more impact for the uh, commercial manufacturing than the uh, the clinical supply. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we have the system be able to working with CDMOs around the world, and then we'll continue to do so. Are you concerned that the current uh, restrictions uh, for uh, semiconductors uh, anywhere from either using U.S. technology or U.S. companies or U.S. personnel um, going to into into China, would, would you be worried that this kind of a restriction will be applied to biotech someday? No, we're aware uh, what's happening outside of uh, the biotech sector. Um, however, I think uh, for us, um, we're focusing on driving our portfolio, our business. Uh, facing the needs uh, of patients around the world, and that you know, no matter what happened, that people still sick, still needed to extend the life for, uh, in various con- uh, conditions. Uh, like this is universally um, true, universally um, required. Uh, the needs is there. Uh, so no matter uh, what the situation, that needs will not subside, will have uh, more needs. For us, the working with resources around the world, and uh, that you know, we're monitoring aware. But at this point, uh, we remain need to be focusing on our business, really driving our technology, our program uh, to help patients around the world. Perfect. Are you uh, seeing the trend? Are you expecting to see some uh, worsening uh, conditions or treatment uh, in the U.S. for uh, 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 China or Chinese-related companies? Do, do you see these things happening or going to happen, or does that uh, something you you don't you're not concerned at all? Uh, despite what's being discussed outside of the uh, the field, uh, but you can see uh, continuously that the transactions partnership uh, around the world happening, um, if not daily basis, but definitely on a regular basis, you know, just for ourselves. Um, and we have partners uh, around the world, um, our partners in Europe, uh, partners in the US, partners in China, in Asia. Uh, uh, I think this is continue going to go in, uh, and we're not limiting to working in one region or working with partners in one region. Uh, I think this uh, with our already uh, deep-rooted uh, global operation, global presence, uh, global innovation, and then we're confident that uh, we'll continue to do so. Great. Um, lastly, um, let me ask you your commercialization. Uh, I understand that you are going to develop some uh, antibodies for a couple of uh, indications, including uh, rare diseases such as MG. Uh, can you talk about if you are going to launch uh, or get approval for these uh, uh, antibodies in China or outside China? What are some obstacles in terms of market access? For example, reimbursement. Well, a rare disease has unique um, value and also unique challenges in in terms uh, uh, in commercialization. Uh, so that's the reason that we uh, seek the best partner in China to be able to uh, navigate uh, the competitive landscape, uh, challenging environment to be able to maximize the value of these assets. Um, CSPC uh, Shiyao has uh, established credibility in, in this area uh, and to be able to 
uh, not just in the clinical space, but also in the commercial space. Uh, I'm confident that they will be able to drive this company, uh, this uh, program uh, into the commercial space to reach um, to the, the marketplace, the patients uh, in needs uh, all over China. If I re- uh, understand it correctly, Harbor uh, Biomed uh, will be focused more on development instead of commercial commercialization in the future. Is that correct? In the near future, correct. Um, once again, uh, we're focusing on our strengths and our uh, core technology platform value creation. Uh, our discovery and early development capability around the world. Uh, so in terms of global clinical development, global and regional commercialization in the short term is not our strength. And to find the best partner in China, uh, in global, including US and Europe, and that's our uh, current strategy. Mm. When you look at uh, commercialization partners, uh, do you see more is that advantage for you as uh, uh, um, uh, China uh, uh, Chinese technology, or is uh, what uh, are you looking for in terms of a partnership to market your products, antibodies uh, in China or globally? So I think that first of all, um, no matter what partner um, we're looking at, it, first of all, they have to have. Uh, the late stage uh, clinical development capability. Uh, so especially that if we look for a global partner, they have to have the infrastructure uh, as a global clinical development um, capability. And then to be able to uh, have global commercial uh, uh, capability as well. Uh, so same thing is true for the market uh, in other market, including China. Um, lastly, uh, what are some uh, thoughts or opinions or comments on biotech uh, in China, uh, like you, uh, going forward, uh, emerging from uh, pandemic COVID-19? What are your future plans or what are immediate uh, solutions to make uh, stronger? So no matter what the situation, I think um, uh, the one only with differentiated value, uh, the one uh, will provide solution uh, for patients in need uh, will survive. Uh, so it's just making it harder, more competitive um, in uh, a, a tough situation uh, as we are in now. Uh, but we're confident that with a core technology uh, leading the industry, uh, with the ability to drive strike partnership uh, with um, top partner around the world, and with a innovative business model and uh, to be able to unlock the value of our technology and uh, with the experience of the portfolio we already built, uh, we should be able to not just uh, survive, but also thrive. And as I mentioned, through the transformation we have uh, now and we're becoming stronger, uh, more nimble, more efficient and more focused and to uh, do the things we do the best and do the things uh, uh, that we uh, needed to do. Do you uh, think there will be more collaborations or partnerships done for you uh, in the future to really uh, d- uh, doing what you mentioned differentiation uh, value, unlock the differentiation value? 
It will. It is a part of our business. It's part of our uh, regular business uh, to have more partner, uh, stronger partner, uh, more impactful partnership. Uh, that's our business. Uh, we will have that uh, in our uh, part of our business. Uh, we will you know, continue to do so, both from technology partner-based partnership uh, from Nona, but also I'll have a program-based partnership based on our therapeutic uh, division and our on our existing portfolio. So this uh, is the way for us to generate short-term uh, uh, cash revenue, uh, mid a long-term return for our company and also create value for our shareholders. Thank you so much, Dr. Wang. It's really a pleasure. I, re I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, my pleasure. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.